Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, Owen Jones here. Welcome to the podcast. Now, what we're going to be doing on this podcast is not just interviewing people and having discussions, though that is obviously a very important part of the discussion. We're also going to treat you with some documentaries. Now, a few weeks ago, I went to an anti-lockdown protest. Not the normal sort of place that I hang out with. I wanted to understand what makes them tick. It was pretty grim in some ways, I'm not going to lie, but it was also very, very revealing indeed. I also spoke to Richard Seymour, who's a really good writer, who put it all in a bit of context. Now, I should say this was uh, recorded a few weeks ago, and alas, I'm sorry to say that the human impact of the pandemic has since become much, much worse. So some of those stats are out of date, but you'll it doesn't detract from the, the documentary and the voices that I that I speak to. Now, if you want to support this podcast, we really appreciate it as we do an alternative to the right-wing media and give a platform to issues and injustices, but also have fun, uh, either on patreon.com forward slash owenjones84, or you can use the supporters function in the podcast description. But with nothing left to say, please enjoy. Okay. okay, stand on your own two feet. Put the bloody coffee cup down if you want to have a proper conversation, okay? We're going to an anti-lockdown protest. Now, the polls show the vast majority of people support lockdown. A lot of people don't think it's going far enough. But there is a minority in this country who don't agree at all. I want to go to a protest, find out what they're objecting to, what they really think is going on, and what's... What's driving them? So, we are walking down Whitehall. The protests are supposed to be outside 10 Downing Street. Makes sense, yell at the Prime Minister. But, can't really see any of them. Where are the protesters? Oh yeah, so do you know, are you here because there was supposed to be this anti-lockdown? Where are they? That's annoying. Never thought I'd say it. No, that's why we come past you, so if you knew what was going on. Mm. That'd be handy if one of us knew, wouldn't it? <laughs> Excuse me. Hello. Can we have a quick chat just for camera? You're not Owen Jones, are you? Yeah, you are! I'm Hello! So sorry. Hiya, how are you doing? <laughs> so you've got... Wait a minute, let's have a look. Trust the people, but don't most of the people support lockdown? I'm astonished that all these polls say that, but then the polls were so wrong about Trump. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, good point. So you don't you don't think the polls are right? Well, they weren't. They haven't been wrong about the U.S. elections so far, and they weren't right about Brexit, and they weren't okay. right about the last U.S. election. So, do you trust the polls or do you trust the people? 
Well, I don't know how you'd measure what people think. I mean, you're right, polls can be unreliable, but it's such a large majority, they'd have to be completely... Oh, my God. I've been assaulted by your sign. I mean, they'd have to be completely wrong, wouldn't they? Oh, hello. What's fake news? Let's have a chat. Come on. Come on, let's have a chat. Oh, come on. Why am I fake news? I'll, I'll take my mask off, but we've got socially distanced, otherwise we'll get arrested. Okay. okay. Stand on your own two feet. Put the bloody coffee cup down if you want to have a proper oh, conversation. Oh, yeah, that is actually true. I okay. might actually do that. Good point. Yeah, yeah, take the bloody mask off. I like this. You're very Take the mask off and I'll talk I to can't, you I can't. I've taken the mask down. I, I think care. that's a compromise. Well, okay. That's Fine, a compromise. That's a fair compromise. You tell me why you think this lockdown is necessary. Because uh, tens of thousands of people have died of a no, deadly illness. No, they haven't. Actually, 98% of the tests are false positives. Okay, or probably more than that. Okay, that's not true, but... That, were you saying that's not true? I'm saying it is true. Where the hell are we? Wake the hell up, everyone! Why do we breathe out? We breathe out because it's carbon monoxide and it's bad for us. And that's why our body expels the toxins. So why are they forcing us to breathe it back in? Okay, that's what's going to cause you sick. Okay, give me a break. Gathering of one. Well, I was expecting to see more people here today. Yeah, like where said, is everyone? I don't know. It was the first protest I've attended in 25 years. But I saw um, I saw the thing on um, Guy Fawkes Night, 5th of November. I thought, OK, um, I'll come along to the next one. Um, Why don't you think people, so many people have turned up today? It was quite a beating we took on um, Thursday night, on Bonfire Night. What was the beating? Well, in uh, Trafalgar Square, up the road, yeah. where the... Um, uh, uh, Piers Corbyn and the um, other people supporting the uh, mm. million mask, not quite a million, I have to concede. No, look, sure, you Thousand? know. No, I don't think even there was even that, to be honest. But, um, uh, I, um, you know, I, I, I'm here with five and I'm, I'm, you know, it takes five. You've got to start somewhere. The government was putting down all sorts of deaths as coronavirus deaths and you can find that online from people who've, um, who've verified. People were going with a broken leg and they would be put down, honestly, as coronavirus deaths. This death. is what I'm trying to ask though. Yeah, okay. Objectively, if you look yeah. at the graph, excess mm. deaths went like this from, from March in May to May and then they came down. What happened? Why in that period, in those two months, mm -hmm. Did excess death because surge and then go down? The government had. And then they went back to normal. Yeah, what, what was that I don't about? know what you're believing because I think you're, you know, coming from a different place for me. But we believe the government have an agenda. They right. and what they want to do is um, they want to bring in um, martial law. They want to bring in um, keep people at home. What for? Why do you think they want to keep people at home? Have you read Agenda 21 and 30? Have ah, you read Have you read information from which people say is conspiracy, but it's actually a, a big book? Right. If you look at um, well, how did you come across that? I'm really interested. How did you How did you find it's it? It's online, everywhere. Joining Twitter a few months ago um, awakened me to what the mainstream media won't report. See, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but. Um, I now believe there's a very left-wing globalist agenda, and he's now part of it. These guys are socialists. Boris Johnson's a socialist as well. Is Boris Johnson really a socialist? Yes. Why is he a socialist? Because he tells people what to do. That's what right. socialists do. They just tell people what to do because they don't respect individual liberty. Yeah. My right. I am a sovereign person. Yeah. So, no, you don't. You don't believe that. 
You can well, nod along, yep, yep, yep. But well, believe, just do what you're told I by the government. I believe collectively we've all got to make huge sacrifices to stop lots of people dying. Collective, no. That's where you're wrong. Did you come to protests and stuff before yes. lockdown? Yes, I've been down here. I've been desperate because I've lost all my friends and family because what? of this. I've lost most of my friends and acquaintances because they are very similar to you in their outlook. What's happened with your friends and your family? Why, why well, because they all think I'm some crazy conspiracy theorist. They think I'm a Nazi and I think they're communists and f***ing stupid. Oh, um, because you, were these your friends? Associates. Friend, uh, yeah, I'm down to about three friends. I'm not even concerned about one of them because he's a bit of a communist. So. People I fell out with, like, bitterly, now we get on because suddenly we're all go, oh, you know, what a load of tosh this is. You know, I'm, I'll be an ally with this, with anybody who wants to be against the thing. If they get up and they start saying Hitler this and Hitler that, I'll say I'm walking away because I don't want to be Good there. Good to know you've drawn the line at Hitler. But do you think, I mean, if I was going to end up in a protest movement yes. along with Tommy Robinson supporters and David Icke, I might think to myself... The way I say it, I'm responsible for what I say. Of course. And you're responsible for what you say. But, you know, if somebody says, I'm opposed to lockdown uh, and I'm also believing lizard people, I'd say you're very confused about the lizard people, but I'm with you on the lockdown. The way I see it, I, I, I want uh, radical people to fight this lockdown mm -hmm. because otherwise we own the disaster. Do you think the danger that people like me are making a mistake in that a growing number of people clearly are suffering the economic consequences of this and they're going to get angry about it yes. and they're going to look to people to offer leadership and solutions yes. and be angry with people like me for supporting this? Yes, definitely. And especially when everything else is going they're going to focus on um, someone who gives them hope. And at the moment, all the leftist media, or the left-wing biased media, the mm -hmm. MSM, mm -hmm. um, are turning people away in droves. The normal man in the street, who you don't give them any um, credence for having any intelligence, um, they don't support your agenda, your ethos, your, your politics. Mm -hmm. I think what you're suggesting is lockdown is this kind of left-wing thing. But it's not like people like me want a lockdown. Why would we want a lockdown society? What are we getting out of it? We, we get locked in our homes as well. What I think the solution is, and I think that girl was saying it earlier on, which is you identify the vulnerable and you give them the choice. Again, we're the sixth largest economy in the world. We're Great Britain. We can do this. Get the illegal immigrants out of the four-star hotels, put old people, the vulnerable, in hotels, make them secure, have everyone wearing haz hazmat things if you want. Protect the vulnerable. Rather than making everyone suffer for such a small percentage of people. You've got to be able to debate the issue. You've got to be able to protest. Uh -huh. You've got to be able to have demonstrations and uh, challenge the mainstream view. Are you well, going to go to more protests? Yes. Hopefully bigger than this one. Uh, it's not even yeah. that cold. Yeah, it's been I strange. I don't know. The protest may is basically me and you now. Maybe I uh, am in the wrong place. I don't know. Yeah, I might look it up. Look, this has been great, by the way. That was really good. You were very eloquent. <laughs> Far from it. No, very good, very good. Uh, anyway. Um, Thanks, Vinny. What was your name again? Mike. Nice, nice to meet you, Mike. You've got to unblock me on Twitter. I'll think about it. We'll reassess. So the claims of these protesters just aren't true. Britain's got the highest official COVID-19 death toll in Europe. That's over 50,000 people who've died. And bear in mind, that's an underestimate. There's over 70,000 excess deaths linked to the virus. 
Lockdown's got overwhelming support from medical and scientific experts, and it brought down otherwise escalating infections and death rates earlier this year, and that's what stopped the NHS from being overwhelmed. But it is easy to just dismiss anti-lockdown protesters as fringe conspiracists. But while a minority, there are millions of people who do oppose lockdown, and they're boosted by right-wing MPs and shock jock journalists. To try and understand this phenomenon better, I went to speak to Richard Seymour, and he's a journalist who's written a lot about it. In the United Kingdom, the protests that uh, we've seen, they're very, very diverse. Like, they draw in... um, I mean, I'm I'm sure you've seen examples of this. Uh, I've certainly been hectored by people who, I would say, used to share my politics, people on the left, um, who claim that lockdown is completely unnecessary, doesn't work, etc., etc. I think it's a shame. It's a real shame because uh, if we get stuck on the argument about whether lockdown works, which most of the evidence suggests it does, we're not really thinking about um, a rigorous accounting of the pros and cons. Some of the earliest anti-lockdown protests we've seen were in the Philippines because uh, the government wasn't giving people the food packages. And of course, Duterte said, shoot them all. Um, And then in India, when migrants basically said, we want to be paid and we want to go home. So there are going to be these um, responses to injustice. Just, uh, I think, uh, the day before yesterday, in Manchester, the students were out protesting. And they weren't denialists. They were just saying, we've been fenced in with wire. Um, We don't want to be treated like animals, and the students have been treated absolutely appallingly in this country. And one of the problems that we on the left are going to face if we don't get ahead of this and start thinking about this carefully and uh, discriminately is that, you know how we've seen with the Gilets jaunes and various other protest movements, and I think this is a bit like that, these, these lockdown protests. You know, you can end up in a situation where the people who have a voice and who are thinking ahead of this and impress themselves on those uh, movements uh, will be fairly right-wing, uh, fairly conspiratorial. I'm not suggesting, by the way, that the left should start leading the anti-lockdown protests, but we do not need to start talking about the problems and uh, thinking more discriminately about how lockdown is done. You know, lockdown is miserable. It, it's, yeah. it's shit. Yeah, it's, it really is. It's lonely. It's shredding, you know, the, the one thing that most humans crave, which is social interaction. Uh, and... It has dire economic consequences, uh, often for for working class people, yeah. and you know, people like me supported closing the schools. But it's undeniable that it does have a big impact on disproportionately working class kids. Yeah. So how do we square that? How do we square not going down obviously a conspiracist rabbit hole and opposing measures which are for public health and saving lives, stopping the NHS being overwhelmed, without a lot of people who are increasingly going to suffer the consequences of this, looking at it as like almost ghoulish fetishizers of misery. In one way, you could argue, lockdown is very much in the interests of the most vulnerable because they are the ones who are most likely to get sick. Um, and I think it would be sociopathic in a way to sort of say, well, you know, like we're not going to worry about that. But in another way, we have to recognise that lockdown is coming down hard, uh, hardest, as you said, on on the poorest, on the working class people. Um, And I think that it must be hellish for people. I've certainly found it quite difficult. And I can imagine people who are ordinarily very lonely anyway because physical disability, mental illness, or any number of other issues that might make you feel lonely or might make you be alone, um, it's just got ten times worse. So we... um, we need to come up with 
ways to, um, first of all, challenge the government where they're not offering adequate support. Second of all, I think we have to recognise this government's not going to get it together in the short term. Uh, they're going to keep getting it, getting it worse and worse and worse. They're going to keep screwing it up. So if we face up to that, then we can think about what is our survival mechanism. I think at the start of lockdown, there was this outpouring of mutual aid. Um, and that was a great thing, but it was very short term. Um, if we could find ways to build mutual aid into everyday life, mm -hmm. it would make it much more easy to survive. Um, so let's su summarise this. One, criticise the preconditions. Why did we need lockdown in the first place? Two, um, very conditional support for lockdown where it's necessary. Three, um, absolute defence of the interests of the people who are at the bottom of this um, and suffering most from it. Uh, whether they're you know, very poor, working class, mm. mentally ill, whether they're suffering uh, from racial oppression or any, anything else like that. Um, I think that that would be a good starting point. But also I think we're going to have to be aware that there are going to be these protests. People are going to get sick and tired of it. Understandably, they're going to want to lash out. Um, and those are going to be terrains in which we should have something to say. We should have an intervention. So what are we going to say to people who... Uh, like those Manchester students, um, are sick of being treated like um, uh, animals by the authorities. What are we going to say to people who um, are miserable about being alone and aren't getting enough economic support? Like, mm -hmm. particularly if you're unemployed at this situation, um, you're getting next to nothing. We have to be sympathetic and on their side as, as far as that goes. And I think we have to absolutely oppose any repressive behaviour by the police. Um, we have to be arguing with them on a comradely basis, mm -hmm. if I may put it like that which is, you know, we need you to take care of yourself. Uh, what you're doing out here in these protests is not good for you. It, it may damage your health. Um, we need you to be part of society. We need you to take care of yourself. Yeah. And we need you to look after us as well. In other words, it's calling in, not calling out. Just a summer of debauchery after coronavirus. That's what I'm going to do. I, yeah, I, th I think that you won't be alone in that. You might be on the top of a large mound of people rutting wow, furiously. It's a, a, a graphic image. Yeah, well, this is where I live. <laughs> Thanks for listening to that. It was a wild ride, as you can tell. Uh, if you want to support us, either on patreon.com forward slash owenjones84 or the supporter function in the description Obviously, that's really appreciated. Uh, we've got loads more to come. Speak to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.